go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Sports Night, the podcast presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint on the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Network. My name is Chris Yao, and as always, I'm joined by Maurice Patton. We want to take a moment, of course, to thank our sponsors, Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Custom Stone Handlers, and, of course, our title sponsor, Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Custom Stone Handlers believes in leadership, and outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. Contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. And today we are joined by former pro hooper turned founder of League Ready Training in Spring Hill, Coach Ty Bailey. Ty, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Uh, so tell us a little bit about League Ready and, um, and, and a little bit of background about yourself. You are a, a former overseas pro basketball player, and uh, now you're living here in Spring Hill training up our young athletes. Yes. Um, yeah, I played um, in England, Scotland, and Ireland. Uh, I got cut from Chicago Bulls. Um, one of the Chicago legends was kind of like my mentor at the time when I was working out for them, Ronnie Fields. And, um, yeah. He had a real real bad car um, accident, uh, projected to be like first-round draft pick, but awesome guy. He kind of helped me with my Chicago workout. Uh, but I ended up getting cut. Uh, but I learned a lot from that experience and um, I had a chance to work out with the Orlando Magics and um, just really didn't understand the business side of things coming from a um, poor background, poor upbringing. Um, but like I said, I learned a lot. And when I came from back from overseas, I had two boys back to back and then I was forced to start League Ready. Um, and I ended up starting with Giddy Potts and Markel Moore. Giddy Potts is a uh, Played at Athens High School, ended up playing at MTSU, and he was about like a freshman, freshman of high school. And um, Markel Moore was like a eighth grader at Tanner High School. And I went to both high schools, and so when I would come home from overseas, they would ask me to help them with uh, basketball skills and stuff. And then, then they would play against me in my prime and stuff. So they went at it pretty hard. Um, and then Gideon went along and went to MTSU. And then um, I had my two boys, his freshman and sophomore year so I wasn't able to be there like I was supposed to to support him like I wanted to because I had to be a father at the time but his junior and senior year I ended up moving to middle Tennessee and helping him get through that process and helping him get to the NBA and um, went through that process with him the NBA summer league and all that stuff so everybody kind of found out about me uh, when they beat Michigan State uh, in the NCAA um, tournament and then a reporter said my name, and I always try to say low key, uh, but they said my name, and people started finding out who I was. And then I started training Donovan Sims. And that's uh, that was Giddy's point guard at the time, his senior year. He was a freshman. He's a senior this year, and so it just grew from there. Then I had the um, the Wade twins the past two years, Dustin and Keaton Wade. I started training them in basketball. Then I started training a young lady. Um, she's in the seventh grade. Her name is Jalen Banks. She's at Indy now. And so those were the first three 
um, kids I had here in Spring Hill. And then from there, it just blew up. And now I have a football department that's <laughs> overflowing. I have a basketball department where I train kids from VA, Santa Fe, McGavitt. Uh, and so um, I'm just thankful to be able to contribute to this area. I love the area. I plan on raising my kids here. I'm not leaving. Uh, I'm not taking a coaching job nowhere. <laughs> I've been offered. But I just love what I do. And I have Coach Mark Montgomery. Uh, his son plays at Indy. His name is Jet Montgomery. He helps me with my football and my basketball department. So I'm really thankful and blessed to be here. Uh, like I said, I love Spring Hill. I've uh, been a part of Murray and Williamson County. I am truly thankful. And my kids come here all the time. And uh, I'm really thankful for my parents. Uh, my parents help me help their kids. I have a very supportive background when it comes to my parents. They meet all my scheduling and my agenda, and they understand the process about their kids. And I'm very thankful to be able to have that support here in Springfield. Uh, you you um, mentioned Giddy Potts, and, and you're, I take it you're originally from the North Alabama area. Um, yes. Where did you play your high school and college ball? Uh, I went to Athens High School, Bob Jones High School, Tanner High School, and prep school in Memphis called Central High School. I bounced around a lot because of basketball. Um, and basketball has been a tool for me. Um, unfortunately, I didn't really grow up with my father. He was in prison, so my mother kind of raised me after one two jobs. And so basketball was a guide for me. And um, she instilled God in my life at a young age, and it was a gift, and I just used it the right way, and I'm thankful that she did that. And um, I ended up going to Jackson State, Shelton State, where I won a championship, and then I committed to UNC Charlotte, and then I had a daughter. So I had to stop at UNC Charlotte, and then I ended up going to Tuskegee, and then got married, and then it was focused on being a family. So while I was married, my rookie year, I was overseas, and then my, um, my ex-wife at the time, I got pregnant, so I had to focus being a father again for my two sons, and that's when I really focus on lead ready and start building it. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool to to get to talk to somebody who has ties to both uh, this area in Spring Hill, but also close to where mm -hmm. I'm, you know, familiar with in that that North Alabama area, Athens, just past the state line. And coach, you 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 know you, you talk a lot about some of the the players that you've that you've been helping but you and, and you've had several who are playing you know overseas right now including giddy Potts, who you know just signed a pretty substantial contract uh, to play overseas what's uh what's it like to have uh, for those for those kids to kind of you kind of feel like they're yours and and you're you know you get a chance to be kind of proud dad moment um i run a real brutal program um, I'm not like a normal coach or a normal trainer. Um, I'm honest up front. Um, and if you ever get a chance to talk to any of my, any of my kids, they'll tell you, uh, he's going to tell you in the beginning he's a jerk. And I am, you know, because with this new generation of kids, they think they're really good and they don't really know what hard work is. I'm not there to be their friend. I'm like an old school coach. And so um, my moment comes from when I see them perform. Um, that's when my heart smiles uh, because nobody sees the hard work that they do uh, when they when they at the point where they want to give up. Nobody sees that, and so I see it. I push them through it, and um, 
when I see them perform, it makes me smile. You know, that's all I do is smile. I have a personal relationship with each one of my kids. So when they're performing, we make eye contact and kind of, I can talk to them mentally if they're like, they're messing up. I remember Keaton Way, uh, Destin, through an interception and he was, uh, last year kind of got down on himself. And I, he found me in the stands and I just went like this. And, and he knows that means just calm down, relax. You know, it's okay, just calm down, relax. So I love it. Uh, like I said, it's a gift. Um, my workout is brutal, but they keep coming back. Um, one of my new kids this year, um, Brady Pierce, his mom had texted me after his first workout, and she said, I don't know what you did to my child. He can't get out of the bed. But he said he's coming back tomorrow. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm thankful for them for pushing their kids to come back. But they want to come back. I don't make them. You know, I don't have flyers. I don't advertise. I don't go out looking for kids. You know, my program is, you know, um, really word of mouth. And um, anybody just can't get in. You know, I don't just train anybody. You know, I keep it with my kids' grades. We have a group meet. Uh, my kids are expected to sit in front of the class. Um, I will go to school and check on them. Like, like, I'm serious about it. You know, it's not about just the kids. It's about them being young men and young women in life. And that's what's important to me. You're just using the tool of sports as a, uh, using the sport world as a tool. And, and that's what it's done for me. You know, Ty, you talk about um, your basketball background, obviously. Um, what has prompted your transition into football and what has that been like for you? Um, well, I love basketball and I like football. So I played quarterback, running back, and wide receiver in high school. Um, I, w I wasn't highly recruited in football, but I, w I didn't put a lot of effort in football because I love basketball. And honestly, I played football just because uh, – so I went out to run cross country because it was too hard <laughs> to run across country or play football, and I'm not running cross country. So oh, I ended up playing football and um, loved it. You know, I loved it. Uh, it's not my heart. It's not my passion. I won't die out there on the field for football. Uh, I was good at it, you know, I'm an average athlete in football. But um, Valerie and Steve Wade asked me last year to um, train Dustin and Keith in football after basketball season. So they trained throughout the season in basketball, and then we transitioned. They asked me, hey, can you, can you work with them in football? So I started working with them. And so the, the Twins trained during the season last year, all the way up to the championship game. And they actually trained the night before the championship game. And people were like, what are y'all doing? We got Y'all got a game tomorrow. Y'all should be resting. But those boys work hard, man. And um, when I started training them, then the word kind of got out. And then um, I love Valerie and Steve Wade. They kind of let parents know that, hey, uh, Coach Ty is training you know, our boys, and he's a really good trainer. So if you want to check him out, you know, this is contact information. But I'd advise you to check him out. You know, he trained the twins all last year. And then it just blew up and it's still going. Yes. You know, coming up awesome. with, yeah, coming, Ty, coming up with basketball specific drills and football specific drills. I mean, again, I, I guess being a two sport guy in high school kind of allowed you to, to make that transition as far as that goes. Um, what is the mindset difference from one to the other, though? Um, so, ultimately, I'm a, I'm a mental trainer first. 
I, I, I believe mind over body. So my first objective is to get, a, get control of the kid's mind. And the number one thing a kid's need to know is that his coach and his trainer believes. And I'm thankful, I'm 35, and so every drill that I ask him to do, I, I give him a demonstration. And so with this generation, you have to look apart and you have to be able to do the drill. If you're not able to, it's going to be hard for them, those kids to buy in. And so the first step is the mind. And so once I get the mind, everything else is easy. Understanding the uh, drills can be taught, uh, but understanding the kid, getting the kid to understand the actual game, the fundamentals of the game, and understand their body. They have to eat correct because you can't, you can't come out here and work out a 90-degree weather if you're not eating right. And so both sports are similar because you have to have movement, you have to understand your lower body and your upper body, and you have to strengthen both. And so you have to have a strong core in both sports and footwork, speed, change of speed, change of direction. So both sports require a lot of the same things. Um, but football, of course, is more you know brutal and more impact, back-to-back impact. Uh, basketball is a lot of endurance. Football is a, a lot of endurance too. But um, they're very similar, but it's all the mindset, you know, working hard, perfecting your position, um, doing what you love to do, not what a coach wants you to do. You know, if you want to play this position and you love it, learn it. If you're not good at it, ask questions about it and put time in on a perfecting it. And so um, anytime you do what you love, you're going to give 110%. If you do what somebody's asking you, you're not going to go the extra mile. And so they're very similar. Um, but but normal athletes, I'm gonna say my opinion, average athletes can do both. You know, you see a lot of that in the NFL. Some guys who play two sports, uh, baseball or basketball, football. But they're very similar. Do you? And th- we've asked this question to other folks, but do you think it benefits to play multiple sports, especially at the youth and high school levels? No, my opinion. I, it depends on the athlete. I think if you are a highly recruited athlete and you've been kind of highly recruited from your freshman year of high school, I think you should focus on one sport if you're trying to go pro. And if you're special and you got good skills and you train well, my opinion, I think you should focus on one sport. I think parents get caught up in – well, my kid can play this and my kid can play that. And they want their kid to go pro. But at the same time, it is a business. It is a job. And so you, you ask a 16-year-old kid to work two jobs, <laughs> you know, and that's hard, you know. Uh, but my opinion, I think um, if a kid wants to go pro, that is his dream, I think he needs to focus on what he loves to do and play that sport. It's even, it's even for my three kids. My kids are – can play soccer, softball, basketball, but whatever they love, that's what I'm going to push them in because the business side of sports is completely different. You know, you got to be kind of like a once in a generation of kid to play two sports and then they pay you for it. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting, interesting um, angle, concept there, Ty, especially given the two guys that you've been working with the most. Is that a conversation that you've had with Destin and Keaton? It is. We, we've had or, it. Or uh, is, it a, is it a conversation you've had with Valerie and Steve? I've had them with both. 
I've had it with Valerie and Steve, and I had it with Dustin and Keaton. Um, and they're, they're awesome kids, man. And um, I've told them my opinion. You know, I, I've asked them. Uh, because last year it was up in the air. They didn't know what they wanted to do and which what they wanted to focus on more. But um, they kind of told me, you know, they want to play college football, you know, and they can play both, my opinion, with, with their, you know, athletic ability and just being good kids, having a good support system. They can play football and basketball at the collegiate level. Um, but they love football. So – me being honest and upfront, I told them not to play basketball and to play football. You know, you have the top 10 schools in the country recruiting you. And the reason why I say that, because I know how important the body is on a professional level and the collegiate level. The, the body is very important. And so you want to prepare a basketball body and a football body is two different things. A basketball body is more lean. A football body is more bulk. And so you're going to need that bulk in college for football. Well, Keaton is 6'5", 215. And so Dustin is 6'4", 205. So they already got a college frame. But now, my opinion, we got to build their bulk for football. So they got two more years. And so when you've been recruited by Clemson, LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, like you want to focus, it's time to make your high school a business I mean, that's just what it's called right now. It, it, it needs to be a business for those two. And they need to be training, eating the right things, and preparing their body for the collegiate level. So my opinion, Dustin Keaton's senior year, they need to be collegiate athletes in high school. So my program says, Dustin Keaton, your senior year in high school, you should be freshman in college. That's what I expect. Sure. And that's that's definitely a unique mindset, but it's because of your unique perspective on your experience as, you know, you, like you said earlier, you didn't have the the guidance in the the business side of how important college athletics is to the next level and that sort of thing. So that's definitely a unique perspective for sure. Uh, yeah. We are visiting with League Ready founder and uh, Coach Ty Bailey. Coach, uh, Spring Hill has been really uh, excited to have you and happy to have you. We appreciate all that you've done for the kids here in this area. You talked a little bit or mentioned earlier uh, one of your female basketball players who's at Indy and uh, getting a chance to watch her perform over the last year or so uh, was special. Is that something that you um, you you want to do a little bit more of? Is reaching to the the female basketball area? Well, honestly, she was my first client in Spring Hill. Really? So uh, yeah, she was she was my first client in Spring Hill. She was she was number one, which I think she was ten. And so Jayla is, um, I love Jayla. She she's she's a unique young lady, uh, feisty feisty um and she's probably gonna kill me if she ever watched this but um Jalen is is a beast she hates when I say this but Jalen has cried in two of my workouts and you know her dad texted me and said you know Jalen soon as she got home from school and said hey we're going to see Coach Ty and so to, to to you know 
and, and to, to cry in one of my workouts and be mad at me, but want to come back the next day. That's a different type of athlete, you know. But she, you know, she was the first one, and then um, I had uh, Kirsten uh, Hudson, um, and is, and then I had Marley Anderson. Marley just graduated from um, Summit High School, and it was, it was always interesting to see those young ladies go at each other. Um, and so now I have Kayla Northern, who's a uh, she's a junior um, at Summit. And so as far as the female side, um, that's kind of been, you know, that's kind of been, that's kind of been all I had right now when it comes to the female side. Um, and, and I think, you know, uh, female athletes are a lot easier to train because you don't have to deal with the male ego. Um, <laughs> girls just want to learn, girls just want to learn and get better. And so they're a lot easier to work with and teach. Um, you don't really have to be able to physically show them as far as a man, they're going to be like, hey, you do it, coach. And then, you know, which is not a problem. I can get out there and do it. But females, they just want to learn. Their, their attention span is focused on, they're always present and attentive in the moment. You know, they, and I'm a man thing. I've said the same thing. You get out there and do it, coach, you know. But, um, yeah, the female department um, is always open for growth. Um, but like I said, my workout is brutal. It's, my girls do the same thing uh, my boys do. And so, like, I don't, I don't, I have a daughter. She do the same thing. So, I, you know, I don't, I don't feel pit. But, and I know what it takes to get there with the resume. I know, you know I won a championship in college at Shelton, and I won one in Ireland. And so, I know what it takes. And you got to have that, that brutal, that brutalness and that grit, you know, if you're trying to play at the next level. You know, and my kids have to write down their top five schools, their uh, goals, their season goals, and their life goals. And a lot of these kids, and I, have, I keep a copy of them, a lot of these kids, they want to play professionally. And I'll never tell a kid that you can't play professionally. Because it happened for me. You know, my motto is as long as you keep God first and you work hard and you find some type of a mentor, um, you should be able to make it and get educated about the professional world. A lot of kids are not educated about the professional world. They see it on TV and they think it's just supposed to happen because you're good. That's incorrect. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We, I think we've all seen those, those folks that we thought were good enough to be there that for whatever reason weren't or, or got there and didn't stay or whatever else. And, you know, there was a phrase that I heard when I got to college, we was all good in high school. And I guess that all comes back to the mindset that you're talking about, Ty, um, because you're, you're going to reach a point where just your athleticism isn't enough. Right. It's kind of, it's kind of, well, I don't know what's going on with, with these, these bigger bodies. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got seven footers and six, nine guys all over the place and they're babies. And so I guess the generation that took, has took a turn, but it's hard when you have social media, um, you have social media telling you that you're good. And so how are you training, but you're Snapchatting yourself? You're not present at the training moment. You're not really focused on training. You know, then, then it's like, well, you got 24 hours in a day. If you're not treating your, your skill or your craft like a business, it's going to be hard for you to make it. You know, you have to go to school for eight hours. You got to sleep for six to eight. So you got to be able to manage time. 
And so that's why I, I truly ask my kids, my laws, don't smoke, don't drink, don't have sex, and don't have, don't be in a relationship. And it's hard in this day and age to ask that, but I still have to ask that and I expect them to follow that. Because if you're trying to play on a collegiate, the high collegiate level, you're trying to play professionally, you don't have time to do anything else. I just told you, it's 24 hours in a day. You sleep eight, you go to school for eight. With the little time that you're texting, you can be dedicated to that, your craft. You know, the little time you're hanging out, you know, the opportunity is there, you know, but, but you have to have the mindset to where I want to make it, this is my dream, and I'm focused. And the distractions are going to come. But if you don't have nobody to help you prepare for the distractions, you're going to fall asleep. The preparation is definitely key to to be able to handle those distractions and having a support system as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, uh, Coach Ty Bailey, uh, LeagueReady.org. Um, where else can they find you on social media? Um, on Instagram, LeagueReady, and on Twitter, LeagueReadyInc. Uh, and um, visit the page. You'll see a lot of the athletes. Um, I have a lot of them. I was trying to make a list of a lot of <laughs> and I was like, wow, this this sheet of paper is full. And it was just off my head, but I I have some kids. The kids of Summit that I've trained are, you know, Dustin Keatonway, Marley Anderson, Kayla Northwood, Keaton Rogers. Keaton Rogers is gonna be a senior this year at Summit. Um for flat out stroking, so be on the lookout for him. Um, I have a kid named Andy. Andy plays at Santa Fe. Um, he's a junior, but he can stroke it too. Uh, and, and Andy Slaughter, and it's Santa Fe, Coach. Don't my bad. If he <laughs> <heard> me say that, <laughs> if he heard me say that, uh, he'll correct me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome kid. Awesome kid. Um, awesome. I, I don't. I'm gonna tell this story about Andy. This happened like a week or two ago. Um, and, and Maurice, you, the CEO expression when you say Andy, you kind of know the type of kid he is. Mm -hmm. And so this this is a joking matter, but we had league ready training training session at four o'clock, probably last Thursday. And um, I Andy comes from a loving family. I love Brad and Ashley. Um, they're very supportive on everything I ask them to do. And I didn't know that his dad asked him not to come to training. Um, I found out, but his dad asked not to come to training because they had to, you know, first work out with their high school team. And he wanted Andy to be a captain and be a leader and be an example of, you know, he's been putting his hard work in the summer. So I want you, you know, to be an example of what the direction we're going to go into. He said, so tell Coach Ty you're not going to make it just for one day. Well, Andy, the phenomenal kid, phenomenal kid, you know, you really for it to happen in the sport world rather than in the real world. But Andy decides that he's going to go to league ready training anyway <laughs> after his dad told him not to. And so he figured in his head that he can do both, you know. And so his dad sends me a text message and he's like, man, Andy's not going to be able to come back next week. Um, he's not a bad kid. And I'm like, oh, Lord, what did Andy do? Oh, my God. I can't picture Andy doing anything just really bad. So I'm reading the test message, and then it's like, well, I told him to come because the season about to start. I want him to be fresh, and I want him to be focused, and he ended up coming anyway. And I said, you're right. 
And so he was like, so, so I, the first meeting I had with my parents and my kids is your parents are your first mm. coach. If you don't listen to them, you won't listen to me. If I get a phone call or a text message, you're done. That's what your grades too. And so we played a prank on Andy. And, and, and Brad said, he said, it's, it's better for it to be in the sport world than be, you know, out in the real world, drinking and smoking and being disobedient. But he just wanted to get better, you know. And you can't blame a kid for that. But your dad right. tells you not to do it. You don't do it, you know. And so, like I said, my workout is brutal. So his first day back was last week. And uh, it was last Tuesday. And I told all the kids. I said, So I, I pranked him first. I said, Andy got in trouble. He's not coming back. They looked at me like, what do you mean he's not coming back? I said, Andy was not supposed to come to the training last week, and he came anyway. So, Coach, you're going to punish him for wanting to get better? I said, no. Um, he disobeyed his father. What's our number one rule? Honor your mother and your father. Exactly. So, we played a prank on him. So, I said, he has, we're going to have double and triple of everything we have to do. That means 20... 20 stop signs, 20 heels, 20 hundreds, 20 forties. And so I said, y'all have to play it off. So when Andy got here, I was like, what are you doing? And everybody was getting on him and he had his head down. He was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And everybody was just fussing at him. And so I was just making him run, run and time. And so I said, um, I go talk to him. And so they started pointing out, well, you know, that's a commandment. You're supposed to honor your mother and your father. Then I had one that says, Caleb said, well, which commandment, Jet? And he was like, I think it's the seventh one. So they just hit him upside the head. Like, boy, obey your parents. And just telling that story, it just shows the atmosphere and the environment that we have. You know, because you know Andy, he's a good kid. And he didn't mean no harm. You know, he just figured he could do both. You know, yeah. but just that atmosphere and that loving, positive environment, you know, kids want to be here. You know, and I don't force them to come. They want to be here, you know. But that kid's a kid who's going to be on the lookout for. Awesome kid, come from an awesome family. Um, and then in the football department, I got Ty Garber, Noah Phelps, Max Burge, Eli Morris, Brady Pierce, Austin Harvey, Thad. I got a young wave of kids. I think they go to either Thompson Station or Spring Station. They're the Carpenter twins, Caleb and Campbell Carpenter. And they got a, a close friend, uh, his name is Beck. They are huge in baseball. They just won the down south, some down south tournament um, in baseball. Um, their dad texted me, great guy. Um, but they're in the fifth grade going to the sixth. And they was doing these grown man workouts out here. <laughs> yeah, they complain, <laughs> but they're babies, but they still come back, you know, and they want to be here. And so I love that. Um, Got Manny Scott, who's at Austin, uh, Austin P, played at Brentwood Academy. Then he has three other brothers. Um, Zay, uh, Zay Scott is at C State. Um, then we have uh, Ian Scott and Christian Scott. They both play at Brentwood Academy. And then we got Luke Wells at Brentwood Academy. And then, of course, you know, Jalen Banks at Indy. Then we got Jet Montgomery at Indy. And then my football department at Indy. We got Trey Hartwell, Ty Lockwood, and uh, – Jew Blaylock. Um, so um, that's interesting. My indie kids, my indie football kids just started. And so they're committed. Uh, their first day, 
my first time meeting them is always interesting because I get the ego of the kids who are really good. And so they be like, oh, yeah, I got this coach. I'm ready. I'm ready. And so Trey Hartwell is one of the ones who, who, who you know, we had a face-to-face conversation, him and his dad, and she brought him out to watch some guys before he started. And so I said, Trey, I heard you're pretty good. He was like, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I said, okay, well, love to see you when you get out here. He said, okay, yeah, I'm ready. I was, his first day? No, nah, it was a wake-up call. But that kid said, uh, him and uh, Ty, him, Ty Andrew said, uh, we're coming back. You know, we're coming back. This is what we need. And to have 14, 15-year-old, 16-year-old kids say that in a 90-degree weather, <laughs> like, nah, they're different, you know. It is. So, like I said, that that right there, the kids to be looking out for. Um, I have Jonathan Coles. John, uh, Jonathan Coles, he's going to Germany. He'll be in Germany. He leaves Friday. Then I have Dallas Jones. He's going to Mexico. He leaves in two weeks. So, um, that's that's pretty much what I have here. And what I've built in the Spring Hill area, and um, like I said, I love the community. Have a good relationship with the police department, the fire department, uh, the banks, Family Advantage. Um, that's the first bank I started with. I love those ladies. Uh, they they look out for me. Uh, they they come in when I speak. They used to come just sitting on my training. We have to do some meetings at the UAW, and then uh, First Citizen National uh, Bank. Um, yes, we was, love them uh, too. Yeah, Marcia, <laughs> I love those ladies. Miss Marsha, Miss Penny, and Penny, and Tanisha. Tanisha. Yeah. Good folks. I'm very I'm very appreciative of the community. They have supported me like to the to, to to the fullest. And I'm thankful. Absolutely. Ty Bailey helping to change the culture of young athletes in Middle Tennessee. We appreciate your time, Coach. Thanks so much for joining us. Again, you can find him. Uh, LeagueReady.org, league, at LeagueReady on Instagram, and LeagueReadyInc on Twitter. Make sure to follow them. Give them a like. Check out the website uh, if you're looking for more information there. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, high school football getting started in the next week, and uh, we've got some exciting news from the Southern Middle Tennessee sports world coming up this week. So when we come back after this word from Middle Tennessee, Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, we will – Talk about that. Thanks so much, guys. You know, we appreciate you, Coach. Thank Thanks, you. Coach. Thank you, Marie. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. And welcome back to Sports Night, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Uh, Maurice, it is the week before high school football is to get started. Also, volleyball as well. Um, and girls soccer. And girls soccer. Yeah. Like like you said just a minute ago, golf is in full swing. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Glad you said it, not me. <laughs> best, best pun of the day so far. Uh, but normally we would be getting ready for high school football jamborees on Friday night. This coming yeah. Friday. Yeah, we would have had a couple of scrimmages by now probably or, or maybe one the early part of this week and then we'd have jamborees all over the place this coming Friday night. Typically, um, you know, the Murray County Jamboree is typically over at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. You've got Columbia Central, CA, Mount Pleasant, Spring Hill. They typically bring in Creekwood and Dixon County. We won't have that this year. You won't have the Williamson County Jamboree. Um, 
everybody's going straight into regular season play beginning on August 21st. I think there's a couple of Thursday night games out there. Um, not real aware of who specifically off the top of my head, but I do think there are some Thursday night games that will be played on August 20th. But, but yeah, barring something unforeseen and certainly got to throw that asterisk on it these days, um, high school football will get started up late next week. Really exciting uh, that, and even if foot, you know, football and girls soccer specifically, but we'll see some volleyball teams get started next Monday uh, with school starting this week and all the kids getting acclimated to both online and potentially staggered, you know, in school um, attendance. It's just, it's, it's just a weird year. Um, it's all brand new for everybody. I spoke with Leslie Moat uh, at Summertown for um, our magazine pre our preseason magazine preview for them, and you know he he mentioned that a, a lot like a, a lot of a, a lot of other coaches, you know they're concerned about how the first three or four weeks of the season are going to look from their teams because they're having that you know especially at the one A level when you can't really go eleven on eleven in practice. It's going to be a unique situation for everybody involved. Absolutely, it is, and you know, even in one A, even if you can go eleven on eleven, your 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 numbers are such that you're not necessarily going best on best, and you've got so many guys going both ways. It's really tough to get a good look on either side of the ball in that situation. Um, gets a little better, maybe the as as the programs get bigger, but yeah, the the bigger concern for Leslie Moat is the same across the board, I think, as you get ready for the the Backyard Bowl next week with Columbia Central going to Spring Hill, talking to both Ben Martin and, and Jason Hope. Those guys are, are concerned that at, at what type of football you're going to be seeing, both from a schematic standpoint, sorry about that, and from um, – you know, just from a conditioning standpoint, the point that Jason made is that actually playing the game, there's no way to really get prepared for the rhythm of that other than playing in-game-like situations, and those situations have not been available as a result of the TSSAA-mandated guidelines for for the, for the pandemic. So, um the good thing is it's going to be the same for everybody. Yeah, and you may see some wild upsets in these first couple of weeks just because turnovers, mistakes, uh, not understanding the scheme maybe fully uh, of your coaches. And then you've got Spring Hill who's having to basically learn, you know, they're a new defensive coach. I mean, they're probably not going to change their scheme too much, but they just lost their defensive coordinator and – that you know that that throws a wrench into the whole thing. So it's it's going to well, be. Well, they're they're new on both sides of the ball. Both their offensive yep. and offensive coordinators gone as well. So um, meanwhile, Columbia Central breaking in a new offensive coordinator. So it that game in particular is going to be interesting, especially after last year's finished up thirteen twelve Central. In the last couple of years have been very uh, competitive and fun to watch for sure. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about what we we really want to talk about, and that's our magazine. Uh, <laughs> we finished it up on Friday. We got it to the printer. We're going to have it later this week. Uh, it'll be available 
uh, no later than Thursday afternoon around Murray County, South Williamson, uh, and the surrounding counties will definitely have a couple of copies for sure. Um, it, it was a, it was a good, a good couple of months. We put in a lot of work. Um, what, how do you feel going, you know, about to hand this out? How do you feel? Are do you feel confident that you are happy with this magazine? Because I'm excited. I'm excited. I really am. I, I think, as you said, we put in a lot of work and, um, and to be able to actually get that thing into some people's hands and that kind of thing, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited that we were able to not just do football, but but all fall sports and, and you know, mention a lot of kids, a lot of teams, a lot of schools uh, and, you know, show some love, for lack of a better phrase, to to a lot of athletes in and around Murray County. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting that out there and, and hopefully the readers will be as excited about it as, as the producers are. Absolutely. So you'll be able to get the Southern Middle Tennessee sports, uh, the mag it'll be out. Uh, like I said, later this week, we're really excited for you guys to have it. Um, next week starts two podcasts. Super pumped. Uh, Monday, we'll probably have a guest on just like we have every Monday. Thursday, um, around midday, you will get the Friday night preview. Uh, we'll talk about Friday night's games coming up the next night um, and maybe even some volleyball or soccer scores if we that, that may have come down from the earlier in the week. So we'll talk about that. So we've got, a, we've got two podcasts coming next week and two podcasts from there on out, as long as there are sports to be had. Um, so knock on wood. Yeah, exactly. So, but I think it's going to be great. We really appreciate you guys once again for hanging out with us and, and checking out the podcast. It's, it's been, you know, it's very important for us and we appreciate it. Make sure that you, Continue to share it with your friends on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, follow us, Twitter and Instagram, at SM underscore TN Sports. That's at SM. And, and if you've not seen the magazine by this time next week and you're looking for it, hit us up on one of those places and we, yes. will, um, we will do what we can to get one in your hands. Yeah, we're absolutely. excited about it. Absolutely. And that's the thing. You know, we're, we're, we can get it to you um, if we – you know, if we have to tell you where the nearest stand is or if we can put one in your hand physically, we would love to do that. So Absolutely. If, I mean, there's going, to be, there's going to be some content in there that won't be available anywhere else, and so you're going to want to see that. Yep, exclusive content from the magazine, so preview stories uh, that, that we've been working on. So, again, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have, of course, sm-tnsports.com is where you'll find the most up-to-date local sports news and coverage for Murray County and the surrounding areas. And also um, find us on uh, – or subscribe. I'm sorry, subscribe to our our website. You'll get every story we write delivered directly to your, uh, your inbox for absolutely free, no cost to you whatsoever. So – Make sure to do all those things and keep up to date. Share it with your friends. We really appreciate it. Uh, Maurice, I'm looking forward to getting some high school sports started and uh, getting out to cover some, some, some games and matches throughout the rest of the fall. 
Absolutely. It's going to be fun. Um, socially distanced, of course. So take all your precautions. Let's stay safe as well as, as enjoy these, um, these high school sports. Let's keep these athletes safe. Let's all of us stay safe as well. Sure, absolutely. Please, you know, do everything you can. Make sure you've got hand sanitizer, wash your hands, wear your masks, that sort of thing. So wear a mask. Please wear a mask, um, even if you don't think it works. It's it, it, it at least keeps everyone safer, whether you think it works or not. It keeps us all. It, it, it certainly doesn't hurt. Mentally. Mentally, there, you know, it keeps us all in a, in a good situation. So we want to make sure that we keep everybody safe and we can continue sports throughout the fall. Uh, we really appreciate your um, excitement for sports, but we also want to make sure that they keep going. Um, just want to quick mention here, uh, I know Spring Hill has some exciting stuff coming up. So we'll be, uh, be looking for a story soon about uh, how you can watch Spring Hill High School football or listen to Spring Hill High School football, either one. Uh, this fall, it's going to be a, a really cool experience uh, that, that Ben Martin and I have spoken about. So that's coming down this week. Make sure um, you check out sm-tnsports.com for that hey, and all of our social hey, media. As, as, as long as we're teasing to stories hey, yeah. here, yeah, we got a couple more things in the pipeline. One on um, – non-football classification for the next classification period. There might be some changes in the wind. Also, the third Columbia Central Hall of Fame, uh, Athletic Hall of Fame induction class should be coming out here in the next bit, and we, sh we hope to have that here on sm-tnsports.com when that comes down as well. So be on the lookout for that. Lots of great stuff coming, guys. It's getting that time. We've, we've, we've gone three months with, you know, having to really struggle to, to put some stuff on the website to get some content out there. But in the next week or so, it's going to be uh, just absolutely pouring. Out Fast of and furious. Fast and furious, and we are excited about it. So make sure follow us, subscribe. We appreciate it. Um, all the information down there at the bottom of the screen right now. Uh, thanks to Coach Ty Bailey for joining us today, and we appreciate all of you guys. Thanks so much. Have a great day. This has been Sports Night presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint.